0: Hello oh, and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for the NBA slate on the 26th of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. And you do not see a link about that here from yesterday. I did okay, but none of the none of the lineups were like, brag about it. We didn't beat three 300, so who cares? Um, follow me on Twitter just so you get the the most recent updates. There's also a Thursday night football video that I'll link to right after this um i did last night so you can just listen to me talk for an hour if you really feel like it this morning um thanks a lot by the way guys we're over 100 subscribers on youtube let's get every every video above 10 likes now please uh to get me boosted in the algorithm so we can get our audience of thousands which is really important I, for some reason yeah. i just want to get the word out there about how to be a good mme player most of you already are so it's just kind of a fun community speaking of you can join our discord let me know if the, when the link expires i don't really know how often that is so Just let me know, it's not a problem. We're not closed or anything. Um, And there's shark chat. For those of you who have won a lot of money, it's fun. Fun place to come chat. We've got seven or eight sharks in there now. Okay, so let's check out what we've got for the main slate today. Again, kind of yo-yoing between, none of these slates are like a reasonable NBA slate yet. Um, So for this main slate, we've got a few different things. I realize now I didn't actually do the FanDuel part of this video. I was kind of thinking of prepping. Eh, maybe I'm not going to do the FanDuel parts of the, uh, the classic slates. It's fun, but it's the same rules, and I just go and build them over there too, and it's going to take twice as much prep work, so I'll just do it after the fact and, and for my lineups. No, no changes to the actual, obviously, like rotations and stuff. It's just imputing the FanDuel points versus the other points. So I've made a ton. You can see every one of these projects. <laughs> I've changed every single projection basically today. Um number 1 LeBron's projection is still too high 44 they're projecting for 3 to 2 minutes or something that last game was competitive and he only played 29 minutes that they're, they're going to limit him it sounds like i am going to limit him even further than 44 points i limited him to 40 i think 40 is a stretch but that's what he gets to i mean even in 20 28 29 minutes he can get to 40 so still have to have him there um i got a ton of rules though let me go go over the rules uh that i put on both the main and the other slate the okay so generally speaking on these small slates, it's really important to cover all your contingencies. I know every one of these things is a less than 25% chance thing, but when it hits, it hits the winner. You are optimal. So the following things, Giannis foul trouble, AD foul trouble, Embiid foul trouble, Nurk foul trouble. Those are all easy to f- predict what's gonna happen. Giannis foul trouble, who's gonna smash? Portis, Portis is gonna smash. AD foul trouble, who's gonna smash? I think Christian Wood would smash. He's the similar guy to AD. If he gets another five, 10 minutes, he still has it in to smash. By the way, let me draw your attention to a 4.6%. Chris Wood, uh, who's, I mean, like marginally overpriced for his known role in the offense, but if he gets extended at all, it's going to smash that. So I love that. Grayson Allen appropriately owned at 33.6%. Bobby Portis is another one where obviously he's a leverage play on Giannis foul trouble, but Giannis foul trouble is a higher percentage thing than 1.3%. So yes, I'm going to build in a certain amount of Portis. Yes, I'm making sure it's capped at, ooh, 60% no serve. <laughs> Let's cap that at it. What do you think Giannis's chance of foul trouble is? 15, 20%? Foul trouble that makes him unable to be the optimal play and, uh, and extends Portis. That's 15%. So it's it's a bigger deal to extend Portis than it is to keep him from being optimal, right? Like just a few minutes can keep Giannis from being optimal, but yeah, it's a much rarer case where Portis gets there. That's what I thought. The field's at a lot of Goodwin. It was like 90% earlier. It keeps updating. I assume it won't quite be 90% by the end of the day. Uh, I, I, that's fine. I'm gonna be a little underweight just because I do see other options on this slate with all my rules, for instance. This Phoenix rotation, they're projecting nine guys and they're projecting they know which nine guys. They're projecting that, by the way, based on for some of these teams, we have one game, right? So Phoenix has played a game in that game. You saw Goodwin play more than Nas Little. Now, obviously, also in that game, uh, Devin Booker played 37 minutes. So now we've got to redistribute 37 minutes and think about the rotations that work for those minutes. So that's why I think we're being a little bit overconfident, projecting all of the minutes to go to the guys who played more last game. A lot of minutes have to go to somebody else, I think. And they were already, I mean, I guess three minutes is garbage time. So he was probably only playing in the garbage time. But not out of the question to me that you see a significant minutes bump for Nas little. And I think that that's correlated. I don't know. I think it's like a shooting thing. It's like a they haven't decided if they're going to run small ball or not. Because they are playing against the Lakers, who can be small ball, so I think let's see. The what did I say? I said Utah, Nas, or Saban Lee. That's who I think you, one of those guys is going to be extended. It's either Utah, it's Nas, or it's Sabin Lee. And whoever gets extended is going to be a good, decent, a decent value play on this slate. You might not need them. But you probably don't want more than one because I don't think more than one of them gets that smash level being extended. So that's my play for the Phoenix bench. Then um, let's see, you know what it is for ner- foul trouble. Obviously, that's a Eubanks smash. So that's the Eubanks smash condition. Paul Reed, if Embiid smashes. So Paul Reed at 34%. No, thanks. I mean, right. I, generally speaking, that's absurd. He's he's underpriced, I guess, even if he gets on the course of a court at all. But just like, it's a small slate. I don't I don't need my backup center to be 35% on this slate. That's absurd. I, I just don't get that at all. Oh, yeah. So other guys that I've just projected higher than their current projections based on last year's court IQ. So we have a, a sample from last year and based on with Harden out for Philly and with, um, Booker out for Phoenix we have a pretty good sample size right we have all last season with pretty similar teams here I mean obviously there's a little bit of redistributing that has to be done when you think about Kelly Oubre Jr you can kind of just pull whatever the Vanderbilt minutes were maybe give them a little bit of a a boost Um, but you have to be a little creative and uh, just guys I think are underprojected based on their current minutes D'Angelo Russell and Grayson Allen because we have one game for each of these teams right one game and in that game D'Angelo Russell shot terribly. He shot terribly. His percentage, do we have percentages here? No. What is this? Why would you, okay. D'Angelo Russell, 28.6% from twos. From twos, dude. He was 40% from threes. He was fine from threes, but he missed all his layups. So, I mean, like, it's just not gonna happen again. He's gonna smash. Um, And same deal on the other side with the player I was just talking about on, oh yeah, Grayson Allen. What was his shooting percentage? I'm guessing close to zero actual zero. His three-point percentage, actual zero. Grayson Allen, game one. Let's check it out. I mean, like this lost me money. I stopped watching the game. So I know it's zero for a lot, but how much is it zero for? Uh, They won. So that's good. Wow. That's quite a win for them. Great coaching, honestly. I mean, okay. So yeah, if you can coach around your starting shooting guard going 0 for 6, that's pretty good, so good for them. But also, he's not going to go 0 for 6. And if he, if he doesn't go 0 for 6, he's not going to get 21 minutes, right? So we just have a weird game one there where, I mean, yeah, Garrett oh, – oh, right, I had a fork. I think I have a fork for Grayson Allen or Eric Gordon in game one. I don't think I keep that fork for game for this game because with, with Booker out, it's possible that both Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen smash um, – I think, you know, we have a point forward situation and both of them shooting seems like a reasonable lineup. So that's totally fine. Totally fine with a ton of good Do I have any other weird plays down here that I've boosted? D'Anthony Melton. That's another one where just like, this is just not, I mean, last year, this is not even changing for the environment where he's slightly expected to be more used in this offense. Just straight up looking at court IQ last year, Phoenix, without um, Harden on the court. Melton was smashing, 35.4. So I went over here and I put 35.4, right? The exact number, because that's what we have last year. Melton's going to do that in these games. So anyway, obviously that's dependent on him getting minutes that who knows if he actually gets, and geez, we're not even, I'm forcing that in there. So let me put that at 30%. I think he's a good play, but I'm not going to force it in there if if, uh, Saberson gets to a lower number for some reason. And I do have this uh, Gabe closes over D'Lo in a blowout. I'm not sure what's going on there, but D'Lo didn't play well. And I do think that he will close in general. I just don't know what the coaches are doing or what they think about Gabe Vincent or whatever. Maybe he plays a ton for some reason that's like hard to understand. I think I'm okay with a pretty significant stand on Melton, but I think 65 is where I'm going to draw the line. Percent? No. I'm confident. What's the other? I think Jaden Springer's going to take his minutes. No. I'm confident in that play. I'm going 80%. Melton's fine. I don't want to be 100% Durant, even without the other guys just because he looked so bad the other night like i don't know i mean obviously that's a dumb reason i mean but i'm projecting him for 55 for the same reason legitimately if you go to last year when when booker is out kevin durant's a 61.3 percent point or 61.3 point player i just can't do that i can't project him for more than mb based on the last two games (laughs) that's like so that's what because i know i'm keying up on the game that i saw one game and i know that's wrong right i mean We won game one because of Haywood High School. So uh, I'll do a little aside. We won game two because everybody thought Max Struess was going to have game one again. Right? I got the tournament champions ticket, which it's going to be hard to win. That's like a triple up, it turns out. The semifinals against like all the smartest players in the world. No chance, really. But to win that ticket, which I do think is going to be tough to pay off, I, I decided, hey, Max Struce had a terrible game one, but he's a shooting guard. All a shooting guard does all year long is practice putting stuff behind him. Me. I mean, shooting guards shoot to get hot. Shooting guards shards shoot to stay hot. Shooting guards shoot because if they don't shoot, they go on the bench, right? So, I mean, Max Struce was going to shoot in game two, and you know what he did? Made a few shots. And you know what I did? Won a bunch of money in a tournament championship seat. So, for today's slate, that's the reason we have all these, like, guys staying hot rules. Like, uh, particularly, your Grayson Allen. I don't really believe he's going to be thirty-five percent owned, even at what is a massively under-owned price, just because he had such a bad last game. So you know, and I mean, I'm fine with being double the feeling. Yeah, well, yeah. I like we we have two guys like that, right? D'Angelo Russell and Grayson Allen, where both of them had a bad last game, and nonetheless, they're kind of chalky on this like that's weird, a little weird to me. Getting to a fair amount of Rui Hachimura is also weird. Oh, 0.79%. I guess he's overpriced. Yeah, a little overpriced. But still could be optimal in, in a fair number of blowout scenarios. So I don't think I get to 20, actually. So my, my typical range for like a something I think is a dart throw, like a shooting guard going off, is a 5 to 15. So last night, I have my standard Max Strews has to be in there, 5 to 15% of the chance rules. Uh, and it's not based on him getting a double-double with 13 rebounds or whatever that was. It's based on him hitting a bunch of shots. He's a shooting guard. So wild game really ruined me because I don't I didn't I didn't think about is Max Struess going to take eight rebounds from Evan Mobley or not? I didn't consider this possibility, but this dude, he's jumping all over the place. I'm not I'm not hating. Anytime you hear me say something like that about a player, it's obviously just in weird tilt mode. It's not at all rude to the player who I want to play as hard as possible or else I would be mad at them. Did we get Middleton actually out? I think we got Middleton actually out by now or something. He's limited or out or something. Middleton's not in play for me, so I'm unclicking him. Now, Beasley's the kind of guy I was just talking about who's definitely in play for tournaments. He's going to get no minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes, I know. Well, if he's getting 30 minutes, we're going to have a little, a little slice of Lloyd Beasley. Now, the problem is, yes, he's playing with a, sh- a starting unit that we don't expect much usage for, and that's why. Yeah, it's a tournament dart throw, 15%. And again, I will check all the news before lock. This is not my final draft. All of these rules will probably stay rules. Like it takes a while to build those. I'm not going to welch on the rules. But like you know, if if they say Nas Little's definitely not part of the rotation or whatever, maybe I get off that play. But probably not. I mean, I'm pretty. I feel pretty strongly that people are over extrapolating from the last game in Nas Little's case. They like this guy. He's going to play. Um, that's kind of the same Rui Hachimura principle, right? Dude smashes if he plays well. I think they make room for him on the court and better than 0.79% chance. Uh, Uber a 25%. No, thanks. That's the same kind of play as like a, that's a GP. That's like GPP only Kelly Ubre smash off the bench. So I don't want tw- more than 15% of that. Uh, okay. Every one of these other hot, Now all these plays are great. Hardens out. Okay. Let's go back to last year. Tobias Harris, 38.8. Tobias Harris, 38.8. Bingo, bingo, bingo. He gets more usage with uh, with hardened out and everybody always forgets it. Look at that, 26%. Everybody always forgets it. Look at that, Saberson forgot it. What, what's the difference? Are they doing, it's gotta be a usage mistake. They're just assuming you don't, yeah. the minutes wouldn't be wrong. 35 minutes, yep, it's a usage mistake. They've got him scoring 31 points in 35 minutes. No, 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 no. That's hardened in end numbers, guys. Okay, so anyway, I'm I'm pretty confident in my moves here. For the main slate, let me go on to the showdown, which I did also prep. Oh, cannot meet my exposures. Can we make enough lineups? Okay, 186, that's probably fine. Oh, uh, what was the minimum salary I set? That probably was restrictive and I couldn't build. Yeah, I couldn't build the, the okay. I wanna do these again, it won't take too long. Just because I want there to be Goodwin-Captain lineups in the pool. So I have to have a much lower um, minimum salary because Goodwin-Captain is gonna be very low Total points, but he's ob- obviously the best value of the showdown slate. So let's review the showdown slate pricing, etc. Jordan Goodwin is a stupid price. You don't have to goose his projection at all. I didn't. He's the best play on the slate. You should play him in every lineup, every single one. Not, don't, I mean, like every one. Don't. I, I don't know if I'm gonna necessarily. I'm gonna definitely put in a seventy, like almost hundred percent rule for him. Hey buddy, about ten minutes, okay? Oh God, should like go with kids? So sorry to hear that. You'll heal. I feel better. I'll see you soon. Okay, let's see. So um, I have also nerfed LeBron to 40. Yeah, getting good him some. That's fine. Um, Okay, so yeah, this just reflects on the showdown slate, what I did for the main slate. The only differences are, now, if Drew Eubanks gets there, it's way, way, way more important because he is so cheap. What's his actual price? 4K. He's 4K on the main slate, but you know 4K on Showdown is way, 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 way cheaper than 4K on the main slate, generally speaking. Although, actually, all these prices seem to more or less mirror the main slate pretty well. So we don't have to think about that too much. You have the same rules if you want to build them. I think I built them all in. Your Utah, Nas, or Sabin rule, your NERC foul trouble, your AD foul trouble, and then, yes, Russell or Gabe closing. So the same rules are in, the same maxes are in. Um, awesome. We're able to build a ton more lineups now because we. I think you need a wider salary range. For the night today, and, and you can be restrictive with your max. I think somebody might win using all their salary, but that's incidental tonight. There's a You know how you think about the range of outcomes and, like, you can think about the chance of each lineup winning. It's easier in UFC because you can do it a priori with chances and stuff. And it's like a lot harder to do it in basketball. But you can think of a slate where there's no underdogs, no value at all, and it falls right off. And you have to use all your salary or else you're not gonna have a chance to win really. The underdogs have no chance. Or you can think about a slate like this one, like in basketball, um, the equivalent of a UFC slate with a ton of live dogs. If you have a ton of live dogs, the probability, win probability with, let me do it for you guys. If this is like the um, salary used graph and this is the win probability, it stays in the in the order of 0.1% for thousands and thousands of dollars down here to like three thousand dollars even sometimes for um for UFC. So I, I expect that that win curve is very similar for NDA, particularly on a slate like this, where there's a clear and obvious value. When you have a clear and obvious value like Jordan Goodwin is on this slate, you don't have salary constraints anymore. And when you don't have salary constraints anymore, you must get unique. Thus, my lineup r- rules are more strict. I'm using my um Max two dupes that I used on the premiere. And you remember that that got me to a median of one dupe exactly like we wanted to Uh, geometric mean no more than 21 given the advanced salary restriction. It's probably a little overkill, but I don't care. There's a lot of good plays. I'm fine with having just a weird amount of some of these low owned plays like Hachimura at 1% or uh, who else is like, we got, yeah, 9% Gabe Vincent. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, he he's overpriced. There's better options in that range. He could get there. Saban, or uh, Nas Little, every single place is, uh, I mean, like, that's all, I mean, like, he's got to go on the picture. It's me and Nas Little. I got to look up a picture of Nas Little today, I, like, in terms of me versus the world, where where am I planting my flag today? It's that Nas Little gets more than four minutes or whatever, uh, whatever people are projecting him for. I think he gets, like, 15 to 20 minutes, guys. They like to run that weird small ball lineup where he gets the ball a lot and you have point forward Durant. Um, uh direct. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. It's okay. I know it's hard to close that door. You can just leave it. Uh. Okay, so nice. We've got the actual lineups now. We were able to build 1,300. So, good. Making use of the software. The That's totally fine. You can leave it like that if it's okay. okay. Would you like me to close it? So, Daddy, I, so wants, maybe oh. Sorry, i got to keep going a little bit right now. I've got people who are listening, and if I don't talk, then they, they don't hear anything, and they think it's over. So it'll be almost over. Let's see. So four captains, yes, we're jamming in 25% Goodwin, all, all, like five of the 38 in the pool. I bet if I took my Goodwin levels up, and I'm fine with it, I'd be happy with 35%. Oh, and that's my timer that tells me to check on overlay in the Madden Sims. So you guys should have a similar timer for your various favorite overlay. Speaking of, I'm not going to do the actual um, slate for FanDuel, but I will point out there's overlay every night on FanDuel. That's one of the places you can also do the satellite strategy. It probably works even better here. So you do it. this one won't fill, this one won't fill, this one won't fill, you always get 10, 20, 30%. Okay, so, yep, 35%, it, it fills all the way to the top. And I think you can have as much Jordan Goodwin captain lineups as you feel comfortable with but you have to leave a lot of salary on this on the table to get to reasonable points. I'm also going to have Eubanks lineups just because I think people are underestimating the likelihood that Nurkic gets a foul trouble based on one game and, or the likelihood that Phoenix wants to, well, I guess that's not going small ball or whatever. Yeah. I'll have to think more about how would Phoenix go small ball, but I think that's covered in my Watanabe, um Vincent and uh, that sort of thing. Prince. I looked at this 2020 20 pr- projection seems low, also, 17% owned after last game seems low. I think more people are going to chase that Prince game. He's he's pretty low priced for a starter. I think people will impute more of a 25 value after him going for 30 last game. Uh and 20's right. I'm not changing this at all. Long-term, Prince's usage is right here. He didn't get any peripheral stats. He just made every single shot, and he's not going to do that every game. So not jamming in Prince. If it kills me, it kills me. Um What do we see for Reeves? That seems a little bit low. How many minutes did we have for Reeves last game? 31. That's probably not a little bit low, then. What are, we, what are we extrapolating for Reeves this game? Go over to the minutes column. Reeves. Minutes. Where's minutes? Reeves. Minutes column. Reeves. Reeves. 33. So okay. they're projecting a little bit even too high of minutes. So I think that is probably a fine projection for him. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. I think that tells the story of the slate pretty well for me. I'm not going to get the 45% for really. That's a bit... A bit silly. What do I think the chances are he gets there? The chances that Nas gets there? 15. These are these are tournament plays. These are to win you tournaments. These are not to have all your money behind plays. Oh, it can't be my exposures? But you did. I never understand what's going on there. Which which exposure is not... Ma- oh, Jordan Goodwin. Can't slam him in there? That's fine. I don't care if you slam him in there if there's a better option. Yeah, yeah. okay. So in the end, we're not going to all the Jordan Goodwin... Lineups I allowed. And in fact, it's saying I should choose some more KD lineups, which makes a lot of sense. He's gonna score more points. All right. So KD, you can see this. This is the general ownership. I'll probably go with at captain. I think there were some other people I left. Nope. That's everybody I allowed to use. Everybody else is too high on for their role. LeBron should not be 18% when it's gonna be on a minutes restriction. Um yeah, I just don't think there's any upside. If you want to go somewhere, maybe you yeah, I don't really see what other else about maybe O'Kogi if you think he hits his shots but I don't, I don't really see the upside for Akogi today that we're already projecting for 36 minutes or something, right? 33 minutes, maybe it's like three more minutes, 40, but I don't think it's just that much. All right, guys. Um, thanks for, uh, joining us today. Remember you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh on it. Somebody's got to win that money and somebody's got to take care of that crying baby.